a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. I have with me Brett Mackiff. He's the Physical Activity Coordinator for the State Department of Health. And Brett, thanks for being here at the new year when people, many people are motivated, you know, to get moving a little bit. And we're going to talk today about just some of those extra tools that people have really to get them in shape. So what have you got for us today? Wouldn't it be the coolest thing if you had something on your wa- on your your wrist that would say, by the way, here's a way for you to be a little bit more active or here's a way for you to be healthy and you don't even have to do all the self-motivation. It sounds great. Well, hopefully the fitness trackers are getting there. They're kind of in a process where they're they're getting into a spot where they're measuring well. They're starting to read what's going to be best for you mm-hmm. and then giving you that education of what you can do in the process. So we have a lot of fitness trackers out there. That's right. How do you choose? Exactly. And I mean, it all I've been seeing down. a bunch of different people looking at their wrists. I know what they're doing. But, yeah, how did they decide what to buy? Well, and it's an interesting thing with the idea of wearable technology that we've moved often from staring at our phone to staring at our wrists. So maybe we kind of look back like we're back in the 50s. So it's great. One part of that's your phone, too. It is. There's a lot there. Um, there are a lot of options, and it really comes down to what you're into. So, for instance, if you're a real backwoods, you like maybe some backcountry skiing, you're going to look for something very different than someone who's going to be walking around the mall to get their physical activity in. Uh, So whether your priority is going to be the GPS part and altitude measuring or you're just looking for something that counts steps, you know, it really comes down to what you want and if you really want it at all. Isn't part of it, though, just making the whole experience a better experience more interesting? So it does add that extra element for folks. Um, it's a it's a nudge. It's a little bit of a coach. And more than anything, it's a way to track your progress. Um, I've worn a, a wearable technology fitness tracker, whatever we want it to be, of various types for, goodness, almost 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. So I've seen it back when it was a mechanical pedometer mm-hmm. that always seemed to fall off your belt into the toilet. It was the most ridiculous thing ever, too. Now I use one that's on my watch. Um, using that for me has been a chance for me to track progress. So, for instance, I can pull up on my app all the different days I've met a certain calorie goal or a certain number of minutes of physical activity or exercise. And I love that because, for me, I'm a real data kind of guy. And so I like to see that progress. Whereas if I'm out for a run and I'm thinking, you know, I'm just not making any progress, I'm not really doing anything, I can then look back and say, oh, but last year this time, Your pace was very different or your distance or your time was very different or your heart rate was very different. So for me, it's less of a a coach or a nudge. It is a a way to measure my my own progress where I can kind of talk myself out of how well I'm doing. I do think it's interesting, though, because it's like become the fun thing to do. Like, oh, look what I got. Look how many steps I walked today. And so it becomes actually a social 
thing that's really not social. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you wanted the real social experience, you'd go to a fitness class, right? It's, it's a way to perhaps connect with family members in a way that you haven't before. You a little bit of motivation because almost every bit of success when it comes to physical activity, uh, sticking with it, sticking with the program, is that social component. I'm not a social exerciser. If you took me into a, a step class, it would be a nightmare for me. I, no thanks. I'd rather go run or uh, work out with weights on my own. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of people. We share our workout progress on our devices, and it gives me a chance to see how they're doing, and I can give them a nudge. There's a chance for me to send a little, how's it going, or you can do this, kind of a little message. Or maybe we can trash talk a little bit, too, and say, hey, you know, good good effort, but not quite hitting it yet. <laughs> Didn't quite get there. Exactly. So it's kind of this fun way to, as you say, be social without necessarily being in a social environment. And we are kind of competitive by nature. Like, I do better in a class just because I want to do as well, if, or if not better, than the next person, right? It's a great way to be competitive within your own scale, because a lot of these things will have you set goals. Across the board, these fitness trackers say, what do you want to accomplish? And if your goal is to say, hey, I want to run more often this year, they'll track your running. But if you're comparing to other people and maybe you've got an ultra runner in your family, that's not going to be an easy fair comparison. But if you say, for my goal, I'm at 98% of goal and they're at 98% of goal, those are totally different measurements, but still the same way to compare Right. So it's kind of a, a treat. So, yes, you're competing, but you're competing, I, I don't want to use the term as a handicap like in golf, mm-hmm. but as a on a level playing ground. I like that for so sure. It, it's a little bit more fair. Well, the other thing is um, you talk about tracking, and it's not mm. just your miles or your steps or whatever. Um, tracking of food, which mm. has been really crucial for those people really trying to lose weight, not just get fit. Mm-hmm. And I, this is why Weight Watchers has been so successful over the years. We've done Weight Watchers here at, at our company for a number of years. But, but the sticking point for Weight Watchers is always that you've had to write it down. And when they started moving to a device to write it down, it, it, it became better. Because then it's just not so difficult to keep track of everything that you eat, everything you put in your mouth. Nutrition trackers are notoriously difficult because it's something that you're going, oh, I really just want to eat this. I don't want to have to report it. So there's been some interesting ones. Like you said, switching from paper pencil to digital. Mm -hmm. Now you have this permanent record. You can't lose that paper, quote, or lose that paper. Uh, But you can also... Share it and have an overall measurement of what your total calorie expenditure without having to do all the maths. Right. Well, so, for me, it would be I wouldn't eat it, which yeah. is probably a good thing. If I had to write it down, I was like, oh, man, I'm not going <laughs> to write this down, you know, so I'm not going to eat it. There's been a lot of, of progress on the nutrition trackers, too. There's been some versions that will use a an integrated scale or an integrated plate, which will actually communicate with a phone or other device that will say, here's how much you're getting. Or there's there was even one for a while I saw that you could take a picture and it would make some guesses. It would say, I recognize that's broccoli. I recognize that's a piece of fish. I recognize that that's something, uh, maybe that's a piece of cake. And it will try to assume what those calorie expenditures are. The interesting thing is that fitness trackers tend to have a much longer life of use than the nutrition ones do. Mm -hmm. Because we start to get a couple of things. Either, oh, I see how I'm eating. I've got the info. I eat the same thing generally every day. 
I don't need to write it down every day, or this is monotonous and difficult and I don't always want to do it. So finding some little quirky version of it to make it happen. Um, you'll notice that a lot of websites that use uh, nutrition trackers have ways of, of balancing it, like points. Or so taking sometimes even the calories, but maybe looking at the variety of foods. And then it becomes a little bit more uh, consistent for use. Right. There are now apps as well that work with your fitness tracker to make it easier for you to to do exactly whatever your goal is. Exactly. And the the more these apps communicate with with each other, the more support we have overall. Uh, for my little family, there's there's four of us in our family, two two kids and my wife and I, mm-hmm. and uh, I use a fitness tracker. My kids use a fitness tracker with the caveat when they remember to put it on. And But my wife doesn't really like them. And for her, they're not going to meet the goal. And I was asking her about that. And she says, to me, it seems like someone who is looking for either an external validation to help support you or is just getting started. Then she kind of paused for a minute and said, but at the same time, when we talked about this one, you like to track it over time. So, I mean, everybody's got a different perspective. I asked my boy, why do you like using it? He said, number one, it's cool. He says, I feel like I'm getting coached by by the rock. You know, I'm getting all this motivation. I'm not getting yelled at by like a coach Mm -hmm. or a gym teacher. So for him, he likes that integrated part. It's almost a gamification of physical activity, which goes really well. So what's your best advice for people if they're trying to decide, hey, is the tracker for me? Or is this just going to be a January thing and I'm not going to use it the rest of the year? You get to hang that watch right. on the, the treadmill that you're not they're using kind of either, right? So it's yeah. kind of an important you know, decision. You just don't want to be wasting money. Exactly. First off, are you a person who, number one, likes to track? Number two, likes a little bit of a nudge? Um, that might be the big thing. If you feel like, I'm going to do it anyway and I don't really like to keep track of records, then maybe it isn't your thing. If you decide that, yeah, I kind of like that nudge. I kind of like the the reminder to look down at how many steps have I got in today or how many uh, times during the day have I been standing for at least a minute. Surprisingly, that one is a, a measurement that's really, really mm-hmm. useful, the stand goal that is in some of these measurements. Um, if you find that that's what you like, figure out what you're really looking for because, again, you can go for something that's almost jewelry-looking which is kind of cool, or it can tuck in a pocket, or it can be a wearable like a watch or even a necklace. And each of those will measure different things. So find the thing you're looking at. If your goal is for a certain sport, find what other people are using. Sometimes there's a whole community that can go along with it. Um, We see the use of GPS being a very valuable thing as well. Mm -hmm. If you like to track your records, but you don't necessarily know and don't want to go out and measure how far it is, let it do the work for you. So find what your big issues are and what your goals are going to be supported best with and go for that. It's it's surprising how much that potentially expensive item can be used every day. For instance, my watch is on me. First thing I wake up in the morning, the last thing I do before I go to sleep is putting that on and taking it off. So for me, it's pretty useful. It's very valuable. Right. I see a lot of people who do like to wear a watch are really into these right now. Yeah. You know, I don't mind watches. I have lots of beautiful watches. My problem in radio is I'm constantly banging it on the counter. You can hear it. It's like a bracelet that kind of jangles. So I've kind of steered away from that. But you do have lots of choices. Mm -hmm. And you have lots of choices when it comes to fitness apps as well. I mean, what have you seen? I mean, lately, it just seems like there are a ton. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I have Fitness Pal that I've done for a number of years. And it's actually been my tracker. Mm -hmm. Except I look back at last year and I go, whoa, you are not on track. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but see, now you know because you had the progress yeah, to measure. Okay, okay, here's where I was last year. Mm, need to get to work. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting apps. Some of them will actually use your the position of the device on your body as a way to say how many reps are you doing. So, for instance, you you don't want to keep track of how many repetitions you're doing on bicep curls. It'll do it for you. Or you're doing a push-up. It recognizes the position that your body would need to be in and watches you do that. So that integration is becoming much, much more useful. I mentioned gamification a little bit. There's a couple of really fun apps. I think we've talked before about one that was a zombie app where you're running away from zombies. I thought it was great. That That was so fun. I found another one that was kind of a... You're a giant robot, and as you do the exercises, it you set your phone up, and it actually looks at you and kind of sees where you are and how you're moving, and it'll count the number of repetitions. And the more you do, the more upgrades you get for your giant space robot. Again, is it for everybody? No. No. Would it get maybe a kid doing things that wouldn't normally do it? Or a bigger kid like me who would probably do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think with my work, one of the things I like to do is explore some of those apps and say, what's really doing it for me? Um, Those apps will either highlight the social aspect, the game aspect, or the record aspect. And if you find that one of those works better for you, jump at it. And, you know, honestly, most of them are going to be a couple of bucks. They're probably worth a good shot. See how they work. I have a coworker who actually found something I wouldn't have thought of, a yoga app. Yes, there are a lot of those. Okay, but so it's describing, like, the downward dog. For those people who aren't so brave as to mm-hmm. go into a yoga studio and bend their bodies in ways that they're not sure that their bodies will even bend, right? Yeah. So interesting apps for anything you'd like to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, some very good sport-specific ones. You'll notice that there are ones uh, specifically to measure the velocity of your golf swing. Or maybe some of these new ones will work better on swimming. Um, others probably you shouldn't get in the water um, than others. And even if you get into, like, skiing, some of the downhill skiing ones will measure your um, your speed, your direction, where you are on the map with using a GPS, and it all comes back to that. What are you really looking for? Is it a sport? Is it a motivation? Maybe you're looking for a coach that'll help you with, say, what's the position on yoga. Uh, they're all good. Give them a shot. Brett, any final words that I might have, you know, something I didn't think to ask you? I like the idea of fitness trackers because they're going to give us what we need, which is that little bit of a nudge. And many times it's not going to be the overbearing, you must do this. I mean, a little tap from a a watch or a phone can be extremely motivating. When it's, For instance, my boy, I was talking with him about this. He says, yeah, sometimes I'll play my video games standing up because my watch told me to. If that's what it's going to take, I'm all for it. Right. And at least some of these are cheaper than a fitness club membership and and you still have the tool. Exactly. And it'll sit and stare at you every time you walk (laughs) by your dresser. (laughs) Reminding you that you're not doing what you had planned to do. Exactly. Oh, Brett, thanks so much for being with me today. And if you'd like more information about fitness apps or fitness tips, uh, nutrition tips, you can check out the Let's Get Moving Facebook page. Thanks for joining us.